0: Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
1: At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity and the American dream starts with
2: Back to the Kimberly Lovey podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Lovey. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I have not done a solo episode, you guys, in quite some time. It's been a lot of interviewing, uh, which I love. I absolutely love interviewing. Uh, I have to tell you, I've been meeting with so many incredible people the last couple of weeks, and I can't wait to continue to record and share with some of those people, Um, particularly really, really strong women that I've been getting to meet lately in this whole online Um, Entrepreneur type industry that I have found myself in. So I am super excited to share with you so many of my new friends. So lots of exciting episodes coming up with just incredible, incredible women. Um, Today I'm going to actually go a little bit into something, I don't know, maybe outside of the box. And, you know, it's super important for me to show up authentic and to use my platform in a way that feels just like I said, authentic, I guess, is the best word to me. And so this is what's on my heart today. And what it is, what we're gonna talk about is I wanna talk about the best tips that I can give you when you're dealing with adversity. And I hope that this serves as um, maybe another tool in your toolkit. It's not meant to be a downer type episode or anything like that. I want to talk about what we as women can do when we are struggling. And the reason why I think this is important to talk about is because I feel a sense of responsibility as a podcaster to give a picture of the whole woman. I don't think that it's, I think it's dangerous to show that everything's always Happy and good and easy. I think that's really, really dangerous misinformation to put out into the world. And so I want to share the whole woman. The whole woman is, you know, what we really are. We're whole women. And so part of being a whole woman is finding our strength in the face of adversity. So I feel that I would be remiss not to share some of my best tips when you're, when you're feeling down, when you're struggling, and this could come in many, many forms. It could be a financial struggle that you're dealing with. Maybe you're really struggling just to make ends meet. Maybe you are dealing with a health struggle on your own, or God forbid, a child or a parent, a family member, a cousin, a best friend, um, Or, you know, maybe you're fighting with depression. You know, there's so many different ways that people struggle. And, you know, maybe you're just plain stuck. Sometimes we just get into a funk. So all of those places are real places that we all experience our feelings. And whatever your struggle is, I want to be here to help you through it. So I have had the benefit of coming from a long stock of strong women, and I've been shown from my mother what it means to be a strong woman in the face of adversity. And I mean this in a very real way, not in just a fluffy way. What does it mean to get up every single day when things are hard and how do you respond to them and how do you, how do you go through it? How do you move through it? And since I've been given that gift of strength, even in the darkest days, I do want to pay it forward to you. It feels like a responsibility and it feels like a gift I can give you. And one of my favorite quotes is be the answer to somebody else's prayer. So with that, I hope today I provide you with some practical tools. I want to help validate your feelings and help give you strength. I want to give you hope and light for whatever your struggle may be. And I want to tell you, my sister, that you are strong, you are beautiful and you are enough. So, with that, let's dive in. Okay, my first tip is when you're really struggling, I think it is super important to feel the feels. So, what do you mean by that? So, sometimes when life knocks us down hard, like really hard, we naturally want to fall apart and we need to cry and wallow and just feel bad because those are our real feelings. And What I want to say about this is that you should feel the feels as they come. This is imperative. Why? Because many of us were taught to push down our feelings or are afraid to say our true feelings and we have fear of being judged or we don't want to appear weak and vulnerable. But let me tell you something. When you let people in, you would be amazed by how much more you allow others to love you, to feel your heart and to connect and to really just give them the chance to love you and feel, just feel that connection with you. And we often think, that sharing our inner struggles would make people not like us as much. You know, I think especially today with social media, people get really caught up and in painting the perfect picture. But in my experience and much to my surprise in dealing with real trauma and real challenges, it's actually the opposite. So the more you let people in, the more you show, the more chance they have to connect with you and reach for you and the more they will love you. And it is so important to not push down and band-aid your feelings because your feelings are energy. They cannot be simply pushed aside and they just, they won't die on their own. No, your feelings are real and they need to be seen and felt and heard. And only then when you've spoken your heart or expressed your heart, can you actually feel better? So if it's inside of you, It's real and it needs to come out. And so when you try and push them down or cover them up, you will pay the price later. You will feel them eventually. And many people, we just don't have the tools to do this or the practice. So we start band-aiding with bad habits. We manifest, um, you know, these feelings through emotional eating perhaps drinking too much or drugs, uh, hurting ourselves or others in some way or another. And these are not healthy coping mechanisms. And the best coping mechanism is to feel the feelings and express them as they come. And let me tell you, especially when you're dealing with something very, very heavy and hard, a lot of times I find that it comes in waves. And so it's It's important to embrace those feelings and to ride out those feelings by expressing them as they come. Maybe it's just tears. Maybe it's by speaking with a friend or writing in your journal. Some of you may have wonderful singing voices. So singing your heart out, playing music or exercising, it needs to come out though. It needs to come out in one way or another. So I wanna give you guys some practical tools that you can use when you are feeling the feels and when you are maybe going to experiment with how do I cope in a healthy way. And, you know, these are my own personal like lessons learned. I'm not a, you know, therapist or licensed life coach or any of those things, but I have been through some really, really hard things in my life. And so I'm giving you tips that I have had to practice using these tools and a lot of them comes in the form of finding the right sentences to say to a trusted person. And so... Here are some of the sentences. What I want you to do is I just kind of jotted them down and these are real things that I use often and frequently and I've learned to use these. And I want you to write these down. So take a pause, write them in your notes in your phone or write them down somewhere so that when you start to feel you know, stressed out, overwhelmed, lost, whatever it may be, scared, any of those things, then you have a little toolkit here, okay? So it's about five or six sentences, one at a time. So what you can do is you can practice saying to somebody, hey, I'm really, really struggling today with blank and then insert what it is. Okay, write that down. You can say, I'm really stressed out and overwhelmed today because. So, this one I think is important when you're starting to have like bad behavior. Like, if you're starting to get like antsy and anxious, maybe lashing out at like your husband or somebody that you love. Many times that's what we do. That's how we express when we're actually feeling hurt or sad or overwhelmed. So, like, if my husband, if I'm doing that, my husband will be like, What's wrong? Then I can, then I stop. That is my cue. I have to stop in my tracks and say, I'm just really stressed out and overwhelmed today because, okay. So that's, that's how you do that one. Um, you can also just simply say to somebody, do you mind sitting with me? I need a hug or I don't want to be alone right now. And sometimes we just, we don't even want to talk. Maybe you're too tired and you don't even want to talk. You just want the comfort of that person that loves you near you. You can say, I'm feeling really scared right now about. So when you're dealing with something really, really scary, like again, maybe a health issue or something, it can be terrifying. And there's a pit in your stomach and that pit is a, is your gut saying you're scared. And in order for you to be able to sleep that night or to be able to just feel better, you need to say, okay, that's that feeling. I'm scared. And then you need to express it. And you need to say, I'm feeling really scared right now about blank and express it. And maybe you're tearing the tears, you're crying the tears. And, you know, by the end of that episode and of those emotions coming out of you, pouring out of you, it is so therapeutic. You actually feel physically, I'm talking physically, you feel better Um, you can also do, I'm angry. I'm angry because I'm angry because, and then there's, I'm trying my best, but I'm trying my best, but how many times are we trying our best through something and it just isn't working and we're just struggling. And what about, I don't know what to do about blank. Can you talk it through with me for a few minutes? Okay. So these are some of my best kind of sentences that, you know, I think are really important to have in your toolkit and to practice using the words. You have to practice leaning on these words and reaching out. I'm giving you tools to reach and to connect. And it's a way of asking for help in a way that feels comfortable. And it is super imperative that we start doing these things. I mean, all of us feel challenges, but nobody talks about the tools we need to, to navigate those challenges. And I don't know why that is. Why is it? So we need to start normalizing real feelings and painting the perfect pictures is dangerous and it's not real. And so what I'm saying to you is when you're struggling, find ways to connect, get comfortable and be brave enough to ask for help. It shows strength, not weakness. Okay. So, so again, that's my tip. Number one is to feel the feels. And again, many of these feelings come in waves. Now with that, I also have to say, I think that we need to, once we have done that and done it in its full entirety and really felt all of our feelings, I think it's super, super important to not wallow endlessly. I think we need to then collect ourselves. Now that we've gotten it all out there, it's all out. It's outside of you. Now you felt it, you've been heard, you've been validated. Now you need to carry on. And this is where the real strength comes in. And now, especially if you are a wife, a mother, a daughter, a best friend, an executive, a CEO, whatever your role is. And you know, look, many of us wear so many hats, especially as women, we are the backbone of our families, of our communities eh, on so many levels. And so we really need to gather our strength when the tough is going, when it really is the toughest, during the hardest, darkest days. We are leaders and we need to gather our strength and reach from the deepest part of our being. And we need to carry on. So what does that mean? It means keep things as normal as possible. This is why forming good habits is so important, by the way, because this is the time that your good habits, you can lean on them. So for example, you know working out in the morning for your mental health. If you do this every day or most days, this is your go-to habit. So like when I'm not in a good place, I know that my good habit and something that is a surefire way of keeping me kind of on – the healthiest track I can be on mentally and emotionally and physically is by working out. Even if that means 20 minutes a day, it's 20 minutes for me. That is super important. And I always know how to do that because I've always practiced that habit. So this is where, when I speak of carrying on and doing your best, it means really doing your best. Maybe that means saying, okay, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and wallow. I, how can I, Be productive today. It means continuing on the path that you're on, which is a productive path. And so be productive, be focused in the moment and go, you know, you should go to work. You should get yourself dressed. You should put on your makeup and your face and do your hair. All of those things are super important to provide a sense of structure for your family and for yourself and to give everyone around you a sense of normalcy. Okay. And again, as the feelings, you know, maybe you go through your day and you're being productive and you're, you know, you've reached really, really deep to, to continue on your day as good as you can. And then all of a sudden, like a ton of bricks, a feeling comes through. Then again, you go back to the step one, feel the feelings, feel them get your cries out, get your pains out, get your whatever's out. And then, and then it's done and you're, you feel good again and you get back on the horse. So it's this discipline, right? It's, it's learning how to kind of toggle between all of these things and create a delicate balance of strength and you know, your, your vulnerability. And that is what it means to be a strong woman, right? So step number three is take care of yourself. So like for me, for example, I know that sometimes when I'm really stressed out or upset or whatever, I forget to eat or I don't have an appetite and sometimes you just have to force it. Or maybe you just need a bubble bath, you know, maybe you just need 20 minutes to yourself. Maybe you need to make yourself a steak dinner that night, girl then go get your Trader Joe's or Whole Foods or wherever you can access that beautiful steak that is in your budget and you need to get yourself a nice little glass of wine and a nice beautiful steak dinner with truffle oil on top and you need to put on Frank Sinatra and a candle for yourself. See, can you tell I'm speaking from experience? (laughs) I may or may not do that when I'm not feeling great. And it's a working strategy. You know, sometimes we have to fill up our own cup and love ourselves, spoil ourselves, put on your face mask, you know, do something, go get your nails done. Look, I know this is not easy during the pandemic, but go get your favorite dessert. Do something to fill up your cup and to love yourself. Okay. Bring yourself joy in one way or another. And when you're not sure, you know it's a good thing to say is you can say, what would make me feel happy right now? Like what, and like really sit there for a second and like ask yourself for real, like what would make me feel good right now? And ask, what is it? Do you need to go to Target and buy a cute hat? Like, is that what you need to do? Then go, 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 go bring your kids, everybody. We're going to target, you know, whatever your little happy thing is that you need to keep yourself going and on track and happy is super important that we learn how to fill up our own cup as strong women and wives and mothers. This is important. Your happiness is important. Okay. So taking your, taking care of yourself is that was my third tip. My last tip is I want you when you are really down and struggling, I want you when you have nowhere else to go, I want you to go and help someone else because this will, when you're feeling that level of like real struggle, if you're really in a dark struggling place, which I know many of you are. Um, and, and again, all of us have seasons and moments of this. So, you know, when this happens and you are in a dark spot and you are stuck and you don't know what to do, that is happening on a very deep soul kind of level. And when you help someone else, it, it is a way to Give your soul a feeling of purpose and you are generating love and it is one of the best ways to really lift your spirits because you're getting outside of yourself and you are giving and you are experiencing love and purpose. And that is super important on a spiritual level to lift your spirits and to feel that feeling of purpose, that sense of giving, that sense of gratitude for someone else appreciating what you're doing. And that can be dropping off some flowers to your neighbor that lost their your, you know, their puppy or something. It can be going to the store for maybe an elderly person and again, a neighbor that can't make it to the store and might be out of their favorite juice. I mean, it can be something like really simple and easy. It can be writing a thank you note to someone that helped you a thank you email, a text. It can be small or big. So you know, I just, I encourage you to connect with someone and to step outside of yourself because when we're feeling stuck and down, it's a very kind of self-centered type moment that we're in. And it's a way to reach and connect outside of ourselves and feel that feeling of joy again on a very deeply spiritual level. And again, it can be such a simple task. So you know, I just, I I hope that this gives you guys a little bit of validation. If you're struggling in some way, I am recording this on Valentine's day. If you, you know, are struggling on Valentine's day. You don't have a Valentine girl. You are amazing. You go fill up your own cup. You go get yourself in a bubble bath. You go buy yourself something cute. You spoil you because you're amazing and you're worth it. And no one else needs to fill up your cup. You can do it yourself. And so with that, I hope that all of these tips were really just helpful validating you feel heard you feel less alone again just to recap we cover four of my best tips so tip one feel the feels step two or tip two is to carry on gather your strength and carry on and be productive and keep those good habits going even if you're struggling to get through the day carry on Tip three is take great care of yourself. Make sure you're eating, make sure you're rested as best as you can be, love on yourself and fill up your own cup. And tip number four is to give and help somebody else. I didn't mention gratitude. I know that that's something that people talk about a lot. And I have to say that kind of falls into the bucket of taking care of yourself and carrying on. So gratitude is also super, super helpful. So always look around and just be grateful for the fresh, beautiful, air for your house, for your family, for your health, whatever you have that day, say thank you. And I think that that is another one that I just didn't want to skip. So, you know, if you want to share with me some of your tips as to how you deal with adversity, um, I would love to hear from you guys. I want this to be an open dialogue, not just a one-way dialogue. So if this helped you, maybe you can just post it do a hashtag with Kimberly lovey podcast and let me know kind of your thoughts or if this helped you in any way. Um, you know, and I just, I want to empower you guys. And I I'm proud of you guys. I'm inspired by you guys. And thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. That is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show. You can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories. I will See you again, same time, same place next week.
1: Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three, and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid high amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual, because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace
0: for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.